All right, this is song 22, uh, 26. Psalm 22, verse 26. The poor and afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord. They who diligently seek for, inquire of, and for him, and require him as their greatest need. May your hearts be quickened now and forever. Like he's talking about, he says, the poor and afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the people going through it, man. And, uh, like, we can be going through it for the right reason or, or for, for the wrong reason. Um, but he's, he's talking about the, the people who are, like, hurting and, and who are weak and um, desiring God. <clears throat> like, and the, the way we desire him as our greatest need is, like, it's like we've got to be in a situation where we need him. Um, we got we got to go out where it's uncomfortable and uh, take risks, and it's like we're <laughs> we're gonna if if we're taking risks and like trying to be obedient to God, right? Like. It's it's not always gonna go well. It's <laughs> we've got like we're we're learning things in the process, and um, I'm not even talking about sin. That that too, right? Like we all have the ability to make mistakes, and if we're taking risks and we're really desiring to be obedient to God, like are we gonna make mistakes? <laughs> we just might <laughs> but man that's they don't have to be the same mistakes over and over again like that's what's cool about it is like if we're making mistakes if we, if we mess up on something if we sin um <clears throat> man Let's let's have it be a new <laughs> a new mistake and not the same old ones. God wants us to totally just just live free, man, to where like we can like you know, not be not be thinking about sin, not walk in like a constant consciousness of sin where we're always thinking, "Oh, I'm trying to do less of this and do less of this." It's like, "No, man, like that's not even that's not fun at all." Um like he, he wants us to live free and it's, it's, that's like, you know, you could say that sentence in like 20 seconds, but actually doing that and figuring out what that looks like. I mean, that's different for all of us and that's our whole life. We're trying to figure it out. I'm going to read a little bit more of this. Um, and Psalm 22, this is, this is the part Jesus like quoted part of this Psalm, like is his, you know, his, his last thing he was saying <clears throat> all the ends of the earth shall at least when he was you know supposedly alive as, as a man before he died and rose again all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord <clears throat> and all the families of the nations shall bow down and worship before you for the kingship and the kingdom are the Lord's he's a ruler over the nations all the mighty ones upon the earth shall eat 
and thanksgiving and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him, and they shall tell of the Lord to the next generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born, that he has done it, and that it is finished. There's another part in here. Um, where is that? Uh, it talks about basically... Um, oh, this is a little bit before then. For you make him to be blessed and a blessing forever. You make him exceedingly glad with the joy of your presence. It's so it's so outward focused, man. Um, oh, this thing. I think we'll go back to that in a minute. I'm about to start driving, so I'm trying to just glance over this quick so that I'm not trying to drive and read and preach at the same at the same time. Um, it's it's so man. It's so outward focused, like when. Um, because like we can really work on ourselves and like our own issues and stuff and overcoming that and um like that's that's important like we have to um but man when the motive when the motive is um like the mo- the motive can't be self-serving you know like it like when i think about guys like going into treatment like a lot of guys i talk to right it's like a lot of times it's it's this thing of like, man, I want to get my wife back. I want to get my kids back. I want to get my job back. And it's like, it's it's all about them, you know? And, um, and like those, those aren't bad things to want back, but it's different when the reason that you want those things back is because like, man, you want to, you want to help and you want to be able to make a difference. Um, like you, you want to love your family. You want, you want to go to work and 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 do your part and and help people. Um, you want to love your kids. You want to be in their lives um, for what's in their best interest. And um, it's interesting, man. It's like when we're. When we're outward focused and and helping people, um, and it's it starts with the smallest things, because I think we've all been in in places in life, right, um, for seasons where it's like we've just kind of totally done done our own thing, and really, you know, we we might have been in, involved with other people and helping people with stuff, but like everything we were doing was self serving. You know, like it, it was all just about, about, about us. I was thinking about this this morning and it was kind of cool what this, uh, verse was talking about. It might go back into it again, but it's like, I, I was thinking about this in the shower. I used to, um, you know, it, it was like my, my comfort zone. I, I dreamed about like getting into my comfort zone and like staying there, you know, for my entire life. Like that was like my dream, you know, was like, man, one day I'm going to have a nice job and, and like, you know, a wife and this and that. And, 
and I'll be able to buy as much pot as I want and smoke pot whenever. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and like all this stuff. And, um, it was like it, the, my dream in my head was literally this, my whole life just being this comfort zone and never having to do anything that I didn't want to do. And it was like, it was all about me. And, uh, that's a trip, man. And like thinking about how I grew up, like it makes sense. Like ton of anxiety. I had a ton of anxiety. I didn't even know what it was. And my mom was the same way, you know, but she, she knew what it was. She knew what anxiety and depression and stuff was, but I didn't figure it out until I was 17. You know, why my hands would sweat and why I didn't like to talk to people in class and why I felt like I couldn't talk in conversations and some other kids talk more. I didn't know what anxiety was. And we did this thing in English class on mental health and I was 17 and, and I realized what it was. So then immediately I went out and got put on drugs because I was like, well, I'm just broke, man. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, like that was the answer. And I was like, thank God, you know, now I'm on prescription drugs and I could deal with this stuff. Um, but that, that wasn't it. Right. And I'm not saying that that stuff's bad. Like not, I'm not saying that. Um, and some, some people need that for a little bit. Like, <laughs> otherwise they'd be freaking out, man. <laughs> they just keep getting locked up and then they put them on some drugs and they stop getting locked up and they can, they can take time to figure things out. So it's, I'm not saying that the, that the drugs are bad all the time. Like, I think God can use those drugs strategically for a season to help get people back on track but it's, it, it can't be forever. Like it's not our best life, man. I'm talking even small amounts and, and they talk about chemical imbalances and, and whatever, but it's like, man, our God's, he's Jehovah Rapha. He's a healer, man. He can heal anything. Um, it's awesome. So that, that comfort zone, man, like we can stay there and desire to go into it even more and, and, and dream about that. You know, it was was always like one day, one day, you know, this isn't going to be like this anymore and I'll have this and one day and then this next thing and this, but it, it it was like, you, you never arrive in that place. And it's like, man, I feel like I arrived in the Lord and it's, it's always, a wanting and a longing for more. Like when we're, when we have a healthy view of who God is and who we are, like we're always desiring more, you know, but, but to be totally content in that place too. And, um, it's cool, man. Like every day I feel like I experience the beginning of a movie like the middle of a movie climax of the movie and the end of the movie of a movie like it's a, when I think about it like that or like a race or something you know it's like like we're always in a bunch of them at once and um, 
it's really interesting, man. So I'll, I'll, I'll think about that at times through the throughout the day or throughout the week, you know, at different times, I'm like, wow, this is like the beginning of a movie right now. Or this is like, man, this is like the, you know, the victory thing at the end of a movie. Um, like last night kind of felt like that, right? But at the same time, it felt like the beginning of a movie. So it's like, or kind of in the, in the middle in some spots too, you know? So it's, man, it's, it's so interesting. And like, God doesn't want us to be bored. Like, not at all, man life he has for us is awesome there's another part in there um, in the beginning of Psalm 22 I was looking at this before starting to drive he's like in the in the daytime I'm crying and at night I find no rest um, he's talking about this like longing um, for God and for answers and for like resolution of conflict in his life Uh, um, and when everything is going well like when we choose to still pursue God like that that is powerful man like when everything is fine and dandy, but we're still making the choice to like be that one like crying out during the day and losing sleep at night, thinking on and praying on the things of God and asking God for things and praying over the people in our life. Like, that's beautiful, man. Like there's just a level of sacrifice there. Um that's amazing (laughs) so it's like I want to stay in that place dude I I got to where I was going I might flip back open here Um, I like to just read that part to give it more context sometimes I feel like I get way out of context with them but it still like totally makes sense um Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you answer not. And by night, I am not silent and find no rest. But you are holy. You who dwell in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. Like, man, every single day, it's, he's talking, he's like, you answer not. I cry in the daytime, but you answer not. By night, I'm not silent and I, or, or find no rest. Like, I feel like every day I see prayers and stuff answered and I see victories and wins, but every day it's like there's things where there's just seems to be no resolution at all to that thing. (laughs) And um, at the times where we're really doing well and stuff is going well, like mountain top experiences I think it's so important that like we're still just like deeply seeking God and like in in the presence of God 
and asking him about things and just dwelling with him to where there's this craving, there's this longing for more, man. Um, Because when we, like when when we lose that, when stuff is going well and we can kind of just, you know, roll on roller coaster for a while. I don't, that's a song for somewhere. And, uh, uh, but then when, when stuff stops going well and we're not, and we're not in that place of seeking God, then we lose it, man. But when we stay hungry and, and we're content, right? But at the same time, we're just really desiring and longing for more. Then, then at the times where stuff's not going well, we don't notice as much. <laughs> like for real, we just we don't like. <clears throat> it's kind of cool because because <laughs> even even then, at those mountaintop experiences then not everything was going well. Like, if if that makes sense, right? Like, even at your highest point then, there's still things that you're asking for and seeking that you're not seeing. So then, when it doesn't feel as much like a mountaintop experience, you're still going to see the wins, you're still going to see the the victories and stuff, and you're still going to see the things that aren't going well. Um... I hope that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I, I can just think back on different times in, in the last few years where I hit this mountaintop point and then I stopped like really seeking God and going after his presence and just spending time with him. And then stuff went bad and then I lost it. But I can think of other times where I hit this mountaintop experience and just kept rolling, man, and just stayed in the deep and ended up having tons of problems at that mountaintop experience. Um, but it was like no big deal because I was just in a deep place with God. And then when the mountaintop thing ended, I was still in a deep place with God and then just went right back up to another mountain thing from the valley and, and just walked steady, you know? So it's, it's interesting, man. And I, I just want to like, I, I want to be that guy, man. I want to stay in the deep, man. I I want, I want like to really just be seeking God, no matter what's going on, man, no matter how well it's going, uh, no matter how much money I'm making, no matter if I get married and have kids and have a little house and whatever, or a big house or a big business, or I, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, I just, if I'm, if I'm not helping people, if I'm not in an overflow place, if I'm not like full of the joy of the Lord, just, I'm not talking about being happy. I'm talking about just being content. Um, like then I, I can't help people. And it's like, I know the only way to stay in that place, regardless of the circumstances around me, regardless of how church life is going and interactions with church leadership or friends, peers, family members, whatever. Like I, I know that staying in a deep place with God like that's that's how um any of the fiery darts that try to come and take me out that's how I'm going to be able to keep walking um yeah and i i think the reason that i'm talking about this 
is just because of like where, where I'm at in life right now. Um, like work stuff's going really good. We did this music thing and that was fun. Like I'm extremely healthy. I'm in really good shape. Like I feel good. I'm eating healthy food. Um, there's cool discipleship relationships happening. And it's like, if I wanted to, I could just roll with it for a little while and I'd be fine. But it's like, no man, like I want to stay up late and get up early and fast and not eat and seek God and, and keep going and growing and going deeper, man. Because I know that like, there will be times where there's trouble coming. He talks about the, in the, in the day of evil, in the evil day. Um, where does it talk about that? I think it's in the book of James. Um, and we were talking about that one day at a Bible study, I think like three years ago and maybe two years ago. But, um, like that day's coming, man, where stuff is going to go wrong and the devil's going to try and kill you and get you off track and get you tempted and get you living in sin. Unless you're already just really living in sin, then he doesn't have to have to do much. So stuff will actually probably go kind of all right. So, as long as you're living in sin, that's what I've seen in, in my life. Um, it's interesting. That could be a whole nother thing, a whole nother tangent in itself. Um, I don't know if anybody's here right now. I was trying to pick up my music stuff and then, and then go to church, but I don't know if they're even coming. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens out here. But anyways, bless you guys. Go after Jesus. Be in his presence. Like, spend time with the other believers. Be involved in fellowship. Like, it's it's most, like, fulfilling way to live. It's our most joyful way to live. It's the way we're going to help the most people. Man, it's when we stay close with the Lord and we stay close with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, it's it's just awesome, dude. So, yeah. Bless you guys. Dude, I feel like a crazy person right now. I have no idea what it is. I basically... <clears throat> this afternoon we went and have had lunch with some people after church and uh there's a group of us and then went home talked to my mom on the phone for like an hour she's locked up and uh she's like quit telling people i'm locked up i'm in the hospital like mom you're in the hospital they're not letting you out of you're locked up (laughs) so we talked for a little while that was good fell asleep for like an hour then i went to this movie and um fable something I don't know but it's basically about Steven Spielberg I think that's his name uh it's kind of like seems like a movie that he made about his life I'm pretty sure that's what it is um you know he changed the names and everything like that but maybe it's not I don't know but it was a really interesting movie it was about this guy that ends up making movies and he's a kid you know and um Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it was about his life, but it was it was really good. There there was a powerful message in there. And um, anyways, left the movie and didn't really know what I felt like doing. So I I 
kind of went and sat at home for maybe like five minutes. I was sitting outside messing around on my phone, just in my truck. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go worship. So I went to the gas station to go use the bathroom. I don't know why I didn't use the bathroom in my house. It was strange. So then I, I went and parked out uh, by the lake, which is where I like to go sometimes. It's either the lake or the Walmart parking lot lately. And I just started messing around on my ukulele, playing some songs. And right away I was like, I feel strange right now. I don't know what this is. And um, and then I'm like going through and putting together chords, you know, like chord progressions. And there's like four different ones. And there's like, you know, like, I don't, I don't even know. The, I'm not really that good at it, like... I didn't do music lessons like that. Like, I learned how to play drums really well in school. But as far as all the notes and chord changes and key changes, I have no idea. But this was, like, something really cool. Like, it, very unique. But, like, really a, a lot of different chords going on in there. And um, just started feeling, like, kind of crazy, you know, kind of going stir-crazy. That's, that's a good way to describe this feeling, um, you know. And, and I'm, I'm trying to pray, and I'm trying to sit in silence, and, and then trying to write music, and kind of going back and forth between them, and, um, and then I finally put some words on this, and it's like, uh, wish I could just play it, it would it'd probably sound better, but it's like, I don't want to be okay without you. be the one to just walk by and but then there's multiple other parts too and it's it's a lot more it's like I don't want to be okay without you oh I don't want to be the one to just walk by and uh, and when those words when I started singing those words, that's when I started to feel like peace, you know? And, um, cause it's like, I don't want to be okay without the Lord. And, um, yeah, it's interesting, man. So I was out there for maybe like a little over an hour or so and, uh, still left just kind of feeling like a crazy person and drove home. And uh, got my gym stuff, and now I'm going to the gym to go run. So <laughs> I'm like, dude, I gotta shut this brain off so I can go sleep. Um, I don't know what I don't know totally what it is, but um, it's interesting, man. And it's like I really wouldn't feel this way if I was living in sin in some way which I can't really relate to a ton in the last, um, I'm blown away how many people there is at the gym right now. I just need one treadmill. So that's, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, I can't really relate to that that much, you know, because like I've been sober for like five years with a couple, a couple of relapses in there. Um, but I've basically just been sober. So, like, I, I can relate, though, to um, times where I'd be struggling with sexual sin, like pornography and masturbation, 
Um, in those times, uh, I wouldn't feel this way. I wouldn't feel like this stir crazy kind of way where it's like, I don't really know what my brain is doing. Like, I don't know why I have so much energy or why I feel like a maniac, but in, in those times where I was struggling with that, um, I did not feel or experience this. So this is kind of like, but I, I know I've felt like this before a lot, just in like really healthy seasons of life. Um, not saying a lot, but like, I just, I, I've felt like this before, you know, where it's like, it's like, ah! I'm trying to describe this thing really well. Cause I think there's people that can relate and, and you understand what I'm talking about. Um, and it's like, how do we come up against that temptation? Well, I guess what I'm trying to do, and I don't even know what that temptation is. I, I have no, like, I just, I feel like crazy. I feel like a maniac. And, um, so tried going out and praying and worshiping. And now I'm going to try going and running. So that's how I'm doing it. But <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to share this on here. Um, cause I think it's important to talk about this stuff. Cause it's really easy to jump on here and talk about all the stuff that goes okay and is going well and all the happy things and testimonies and stuff. But sometimes I, there is times where I feel like this and I don't know what's going on in my head. I don't know what's going on in my body. I have no idea, but I'm going to go crank up some music in my ears and jump on the treadmill and try and murder this thing so I can go to sleep. <laughs> God bless you guys. Have a good night. So that actually, that worked pretty dang well. I'm like laying down in bed now, but I, um, yeah, I went to the gym and I was just on the treadmill. I don't know, maybe like half an hour or so. Not very long. And um, I did two really hard runs. You know, I think I went a little over a mile and a half. And then I went, you know, another five minutes or so going really hard after taking a short break and walking and um yeah yeah I feel like 10 times better went ahead Qdoba and I'm ready to pass out man but that's like the Lord will show us what to do and it's it can't just be one thing like we can't just be working out all the time it's not going to fix anything like we can't just be hiding out and reading the Bible all the time and not having any human contact at all like it's not going to fix anything. We can't just spend all of our time running from church meeting to church meeting. It's not going to fix anything. Like, we've got to, like, there's, we got to be led by the Holy Spirit, man. And um, it just takes practice. Um, I have no idea what that was. I don't know why I felt that way. But I was in, like, full-blown maniac mode, just feeling like I had a ton of energy and not knowing what to do with it. Um if I wouldn't have done that, if I wouldn't have went to the gym, if I would have came home and just tried going to bed or just tried laying down, like, it, it would have been bad, man. Could have ended up masturbating, could have ended up just, like, staying up all night, just, like, restless, tossing and turning. Could have a whole bunch of stuff, right? Um, yeah. So, like, being, being obedient 
to the Lord is like so important, man. And when we're walking free from sin, when we're walking in a really healthy place with God, like the devil's going to try to come at us in a lot of different ways. And um, I think that's part of what, what I was feeling tonight because, man, I've been walking really free for like, I don't know, just a couple months now after coming out of this fall and, um, you know, relapsing. Basically, September, October, November, like three months or so smoking pot, right? Um, but yeah, coming out of that, I've just been in a super healthy place so I can feel the opposition a lot, a lot more now. Um, and to be able to stay in that healthy place like it's got it's got to be like radical steps of um, of faith, radical obedience to the Lord in in those things um, and yeah, I felt like he was telling me to go to the gym, so that that worked. I got the emotions and the body all lined up, and now I'm ready to just pass out, man. I've been listening to this guy. Um, Firestarters Church had an event this weekend. A lot of there was a lot of events this weekend, man, and um, it was interesting. Like God did something, man. Like there was there was multiple Jesus events going on that I know of, where people I know were there. Um, very powerful events too. So it was like the Lord did something in this state this weekend, which is pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, I'm listening to this guy preach, and he's kind of crazy. I'll probably end up changing it, listening to the Bible some too, but we'll see. I might just fall asleep listening to this guy. He's got a really cool accent, and uh, yeah, he's he's a wild one, man. Like, you can tell when people are just free, and they don't really care, and they're not worried about making money, and they're just preaching and sharing testimonies and telling the truth, so... Yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it's Firestarters Church in Ottertail. This is their Friday night service I'm listening to. It's really, really good. So, anyways, bless you guys.